The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Field, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Thursday here at the Star in Frisco. Man, it looks good outside. It's it's you're looking live at Tostitos Championship Plaza. It's sunny. Listen to this, people. If you don't live in Texas, you should get here. But we don't have any room for you, so maybe you shouldn't. 72 degrees. Wow. It feels like 72. The high is, Nate, 81. The low tonight is 62. And tomorrow it's supposed to be 81 again. And then it gets a little cooler over the weekend, and then it heats back up and gets back in the 70s next week. So I don't know what Christmas is going to look like. But we are joined again today Nick Eatman has so generously donated his time to get today. Ten-day forecast and the humidity and the do tomorrow. Do if you're camp. here, if you're here tomorrow, we'll do that. Awesome. But thank you for hanging out with us. No we're, problem. We're without Jesse and Kurt once again. Hopefully, we will get those guys back tomorrow. And if not, you know what? Dressed here. Maybe. I'm, yeah, I'm about to get to that. About I mean, to, go ahead. What, what's going on across the table? Because this is. I don't know if this. Chris, man, has this ever happened on this show? Who's getting married? No, it's a Listen, special edition thing, bro. Hang on, move the move the mic. Let move the mic so they can see your. your no, just kick you. them, kick oh, them. Oh, look at that! Look at that! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Man. Did, did your wife dress Woo. you? Because I know you can't match colors like nah, that. My wife did it, but you know what? I feel like I always feel like when <laughs> I put on a suit, money. I'm going to somebody's funeral. You know? Man, either job interview or no, no, nah, nah, I ain't interviewing for no job. Uh, Nick already gave me a. Oh! Whoa, 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 whoa! What'd you, lost do? What'd you do? What you do? It's that rolling chair, man. Hey, Nick, chair. hey, bro, I want to go fall down hey, on TV. I tell you what, if you go down, I don't have much confidence in me and Nick getting you back up. You're on your own. That would be sweet. That would have been sweet. That would have been a highlight, man. Oh, man. See, that's what happened when you play that game. I think he took a shot at me, Chris. On that Call of Duty game, I think Chris. Oh, took he, a sni- shot at he me. sniped you. He sniped me, man. Well, he got you. He got you in the leg. And, and you've kind of moved off camera. So <laughs> yeah. There we go. Get back into your. Well, I'm you, trying to, you know, avoid Chris, man, with the Call of Duty. Well, you look good. You look good. Thank you. You look great too. But hey. let me say this right here, man. Uh oh. Let me say this right here. Great show last night, by the way. In the confidence that Tony Tolbert had. And, and what's my other guy, Corey? The confidence that they have in the Dallas Cowboys. Here we go. It's just here we so, go. It's just tremendous. I, I feel so. I don't. Even, I don't even know the words. Here we go. This is just carrying I, on since Monday. Oh, you're saying because Shannon, you you were like, uh, you need to see it. I need to see it. Eight is not enough. There used to be no. a show called Eight is Enough. Yes, it's Eight not. is not enough. It's not eight for is, me. Eight, not, not enough wins right now. Well, we know what side the head coach is on. <laughs> And then I heard that the head coach said he's very confident. No, no, no. He said, we will win the game. So oh, he put it out there. Yeah. He said, we're going to win. When did he say that? In a press conference that you today. always avoid. Today? Today. Uh, today I was he, in a meeting. You were in a meeting. No, he said, we're going to win. He said a few really? things. Really? Yeah, got that beat butt going there. What else did he say, Nick? Uh, Well, as I said in the last show, he said uh, he kind of ended it with a good day. <laughs> it wasn't the GD. That wasn't right. the GD that he actually said, but he meant 
Yeah, good day. Did he really? Yeah, he's just GD. Good for him. coach. Let's yeah. go. He's like, we was just like, GD, I've been doing this 25 minutes. This is a chatty Cathy, is what he said. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 Hellman didn't even know. Yeah, he was just like, well, You know, the, the, ama- the amazing thing about <laughs> the coach, you know, the players, you, I mean, just the enthusiasm that everyone has going up to Washington to exact this capital punishment on the Washington football team. And we have one small guy. That, you always have that one guy that brings that doubt, you know, that fear. And that thing can grow if you don't do it right. So, I mean. He's given you a lot of power. He was saying that you, basically what he said is that I can you, take down the team. You can just drag the team the down. down. I keep can, him off the plane. I can, you know what that means? <laughs> hey, that means if Zeke doesn't play, because they're obviously going to have to drag him out of here, Shannon's right. going to be the dragger. He's going to be the one. If you can <laughs> right. drag the whole team, you can drag Zeke, Zeke I think. Got, thank put, you. Put him up on that bike and just tell him to ride. Wow. I don't know. I just don't get it, man. I don't know how you're, you're – so I guess I am just – I am. Do you believe in Demarcus Lawrence? Yes. Do you believe in Randy Gregory? Yes. Do you think that what we saw from Gallimore on the limited? I ain't bases, worried about the defense. No, no, I'm asking a question. Not worried about the defense. Are you? Do you believe that Gallimore can show in 15 plays a little bit what he showed last year? I hope. I don't know. Do you think that enough. Tristan Hill can flash like he did last year in, in these games and earlier games? Don't do know. Do you think that he? So you don't know. I'm worried about. Do the you offense. believe in Diggs? I'm do worried about the that, offense. Is Coach Fieldman back? Yes. Oh, I need to see it. That's the what I The head need to coach see. just told you by – you know what? You we know ain't what? getting past this, so let's just, let's uh, yeah, just change the, the subject. You know, they their offense is what scares me, not their defense. Really? Yes, because they don't have those two studs outside and sweat and the young. They do have two bohemian studs inside where we're maybe just – a Tad bit under man, but we can scheme up some things. I think we need to trap those guys. Yeah, some some short traps. But now the word I have for you, brother, and I mean brother, sweet. Is Tony Pollard okay? Yes, he's gonna play. He's, right. he's gonna be okay. Okay, All he's right. gonna play. What's the what's the latest analysis on him? He's got a um, sprained foot. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been out there. He did not practice yesterday. That he was in pads and, okay. and helmet, but he was just off to the side doing conditioning work. Uh, they're not concerned with him playing in the game. He may not be at a one hundred percent. Who is in uh, early December? And so I, I think he, he should be fine. They're not worried about it. All right, Nate. Let me ask you this. This is from our good friend Kurt. In the last three games, Dallas ranks thirty first in third down percentage, thirty four point four percent. Does that not worry you? No, it does not because I have a, I have a logical excuse. You're gonna make me walk you out I'm of this show. My words, Nick. You have never made you me walk I'm out of this show. That's Jesse's job, but I'm about tie. to walk out on you. It's the tie. It's that. I mean, you know what? Let me come out of this, man. Cause oh, you know, cause okay. this dude, man. Hold, uh-oh. <laughs> Hold on, man. This is the problem. See, I'm dressed like him. I'm too professional. I need to turn into that street dude I used to be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, get the get the button ready. Chris. Oh, leave the yeah. collar like that, please. Please leave oh, it wow. like that. I got my Spice Adams. <laughs> like you're going to the White House. I'm like computer. I'm coming cross. <laughs> what are we talking about? Man, it's just like, hey, uh, I mean, can you see, hey, Nate, you need to go break someone's arm. They owe me a hundred bucks. Oh, God. <laughs> like you gonna go get your El Camino? Oh, and just... oh, black mobster. Have you seen you see on Instagram? You seen Spice Adams? 
You oh, yeah. Know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. <laughs> it, that's what this that, guy. He does. Yeah. He looks like Spice Adam. I, Man, what were we talking I, about? I asked you. I said, <laughs> the last three games, Dallas's offense, they ranked 31st in third down percentage at 34.4%. And I asked you if that concerns you. And then also in the last three games, Washington's defense is second in opponent third down percentage at 27.6. The reason I'm worried about the offense a little bit. I, Dak, if Dak plays better – We'll be okay. Dak has to be a little bit get back to the accuracy that he showed in the first six or seven games. Uh, they said that after the uh, calf injury, everything was all right. Everything was not all right because the little things that Dak normally could fix, the little holes that he could fix, he was not fixing. I think he'll be back to himself. These ten days not only helped Zeke, but I think they helped Dak more so he can get back into his mechanic work. The things that he needs to do, he got an extra few days with his wide receivers so he can get the ball out a little bit quick and they can be on on page. Uh, Lyle Collins is a little bit better. So as long as they stay even with the chains or ahead of the chains, then we'll be okay. But now we can't deal with these third and longs or these second and longs or these passing situations in second or third down. We got yeah. to be always on that borderline. You, you get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the last show, I mean, I, I kind of asked this question, um, but do you think, you know, remember the Tampa game like, six years ago mm-hmm. back right. in week one? Yeah. Um, that moral victory we got? Well, no, nah, no, nah, bro, don't do that. Don't, <laughs> no, do, don't that. do that. See? But it was. But don't <laughs> no, do it was. No, it was not. They only won six they in a row. Lost. They won six in a row. No, no, they won. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. They did not win moral. I'm sorry. So they won moral six games. I'm sorry. I should have brought that up. 0 7? No, that they, they won six no, in a row. No, they won a game after that game because they won it. it. That's virtual life. You need to quit. You need to take those goggles off and quit looking through wow. the virtual goggles and like, live in reality. Morale was high. They were seven and one at one point. It comes from morale. Morale was high after the Tampa game. They went and won six in a for row. Every, that had nothing to for do with every, it. You think? They were good. The Cowboys were good for six games. For everyone. And they were good for seven games. They just lost <laughs> no, to Tom Brady. They, no, they were good no, that day. No, they just I'm not lost. going through that. Whatever. Anyways, going. anyways, anyways. Anyways, yeah, finish that, your statement. In that game, in that Jesus. game. Hey. This dude, you're a pigeon. You're a pigeon. That's what the pigeons do. They fly in, they crap on everything, and they fly off. That's what you just did, pigeon. I didn't realize it was going to turn into that. Yes, you did. You just grenade that thing like throw it. Um, Me and this dude used to work together. He never when me and him worked together before when both of us was on the totem pole way down here. Yeah, he we never had the moral victory talk. If he'd have told me that, I would have hated him from the start. You were like Philadelphia with this moral. They were talk. five and eleven. Moral victories were winning the coin toss. I mean, wow. that was the. Wow. Anyways, my perch was. When you talk on moral victories. I have to look at you like an eagle, man. Don't do that. Don't do. That. I like looking at you as a fellow <laughs> cowboy. <laughs> my God. Um, yeah. Remember when? Remember when Kurt was was making eagle sounds like that, flying around? Never heard it. No, never yeah. heard it. Miss oh. KD. Um, my point was they didn't even try to run the ball up the middle of that game. They didn't have Zach Martin, but they also they didn't even try. They went everything was the outside. Deke only got thirty yards rushing. I mean, they only got about ten carries. Everything was quick, out, flat, do everything side to side, you know, horizontal, and and it worked. I mean, they they got twenty nine points in the game against Tampa. I mean, they moved the ball around. There wasn't enough at the end, but. I think that kind of game plan might be something to think about. We saw it in the Saints game. I mean, Pollard went for 58 on the outside. 
uh, CD was a run, 33 yards, Preach, but it was, brother. it was quick, quick. So, But you got to stick with it, though, right? Well, I mean, you still have to run you some ha- up the middle. You have to. Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, it, it and it's a quick, fast-paced type thing. And, you know, if you can get 24, 28 points in this game, I mean, that should be enough. I don't think Washington can just go and, and score with them like that. So it might – maybe you speed the tempo, put them on the move. Those two big boys from Bama are great, but, I mean, I don't think they can just they run, can run the all game. day. Yeah. So make them run. That's, that's what I would Man, I'm, I'm going to tell you, you something. You agree with that? Oh, 100%. Good. I just want you all to agree on at least one thing on this show. To, I just believe. I threw I, that I, grenade in there. I Sorry. believe in my heart of hearts, man, that this this is this is one of the biggest games of the year, man. Mm-hmm. And it happened to be the NFC East. We all laughed at, probably not you, I don't know how, what your feelings was, you know, doing training camp. But I'm like, wow, the Eagles don't know who they are. The New York Giants are trying to find their way. And the Redskins was the only threat, but I thought they would have the other quarterback. Poo-poo. The the Washington football team had their the other the other guy. I didn't think Mr. Heineke would would grow up. Not either. The way he's grown up Mm -hmm. now. But I want him to still think he's Brett Favre because he may throw us uh, to a car. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I want him to think he's Mr. Brett Favre. He he'll find out real quick he's not. We talked about this yesterday on the Media Mass show and, and the, the the Tony Romo comparison. I just fumbled. Um, do you do you think that's a good comparison, Romo to to Heineke? Uh, uh, maybe not arm strength, but like kind of coming from nowhere and playing kind of tough, kind of tough, and yeah. and it's it doesn't always look perfect. I was gonna say very unassuming. Doesn't look like a quarterback. Gets it done, you yeah. know. I mean, I, I could sort fair. of see that a little bit. He needs to do a little more on the field, I think, to be compared to Tony. But yeah. well, I mean, he has done more than Tony in his first four years because uh, first three years because oh. Tony, I mean, sat on I mean, the bench, he had dropped for three years. <laughs> Good point. So. Good point. All right, let's. Take- oh, well, not in, in NFL. He did it in, in our flag football league. He did. That Chris Beam and I played on. He was we on need to team. talk about that when we come back. What, what was that? Tony Romo was on their flag football team. When oh, his man, first was year. Folks up, huh? That um, was beating people. Let's talk about that when we for, come back. For a while. That's actually interesting. Let's talk yeah. about that. Did he throw any interceptions? Let's well, talk about find that. Find out when we come back. <laughs> hey, the answer is C. Find out also if, have a if, lot of more if Nate and Tony Tolbert made it through the entire show last night without calling the Washington football team by their old name. I'll tell you that and much more. Las Vegas Raiders. When we that. come back on Hanging with the Boys. I laid it up pretty. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. 
So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Hey, Cowboy fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience the best sports venue in the world, AT&T Stadium. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit Cowboys Travel com to book your package today. Back to hanging with the boys. Welcome back to the barroom brawl, Welcome also back. known as hanging with the boys today with our special guest host Nick Eatman. We miss you, Kurt. We miss you, Jesse. Hopefully, we see you soon. But first, if you want to give the gift to the Cowboys this season. Give it with the Dallas Cowboys United membership presented by Globe Life. It's the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Membership start at just 20 ducks. Uh, and include an exclusive fan pack and VIP member experiences. Tis the season. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United to get yours today. And before we get back to the show, this is a spoiler. So if you watch Survivor, turn your podcast off. Our guy Danny got voted off last night. Yes, he did. Danny's gone. Because you did not bring the shirts yesterday. You told me it was going to be my fault if he yeah, got voted off. Yeah, I mean, wow. You did fault. not bring the shirts. I'm the only one that wore the shirt yesterday in all the shows. Hey, Chris. Taped in remember like what we were 2019. Remember what we were talking about in the break about the, the last time the Cowboys beat Washington three times in a row? Yes. Pull those games up because Nick has not pulled his phone up. And he said he could probably get close on the score of those three games. I want to see how close. All right, I'll can, tell you the first you game can, they won, and that and that they actually beat us four times in a row. But okay. that it was a four-game winning streak. But that's the last time. Okay, from eighty-six okay. to 88. 80, eighty-eight. Eighty-six to eighty-eight. Yes. So they beat us four times in a row. But that's the last time they have a three-game winning streak against us. And then the Cowboys won three. Is that what you're saying? Say say it again. And the Cowboys. Uh, yeah, they broke it in 88. Yeah. And then yeah. they won three in a no, row. No, not three in a row. No, 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 no. Just one. So the Cowboys won like so, eight in a row. All right. Point. So, in 1986, 1986, uh, Danny White goes down. Steve Palua comes in. Oh, um, there's no way he's going to win. The Redskins are so good. And the Cowboys beat them 30 to six at home. Then at the end of the year. Is that right, Chris? That is correct. I can't. I, I got two games missed. Mi- uh, there's two in a row from 86 and 87. One of them they lost twenty-four to twenty, and one of them they lost forty-one to fourteen. I think the forty-one to fourteen is an eighty-six. Is that right? Hold on a second. Hold on. A second. Hold on a second. I, I gotta get. I gotta get my. Uh... Oh. All right. Okay. Right okay. Right now it's a game show. In eighty-six, at the end of the season, I they lost up in RFK. Yeah, you're right. Forty-one fourteen. Forty-one fourteen. Okay. In eighty-seven. Jesus. Eighty-seven. Scabs came in, replacement players from the from the strike, mm-hmm. and they made a movie on this called The Replacements with Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. But the Washington team won that game, Monday Night Football, thirteen to seven. Yeah! And they come back later in the year and they lose. The Redskins were good. They won the Super Bowl that year. Who was good? The Redskins. Oh, Washington. Oh, no, the Redskins. They, they were. They, they were the Redskins. Yeah, they, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yes, they give were. them that. Oh, yeah. Twenty-four right. to twenty, they beat 
the Cowboys, um, despite great blocking by Nate Newton, probably a really young young Nate Newton, 87. Was it up there? Yeah. It wasn't great blocking. <laughs> 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 Way to go, Nick. And, and That's then, impressive, but, but then, man. Then the fourth in a row in 88. Give me a second on that one. I can't. Oh, man. I, that, that game, for some reason, is blanking. Was it early in the year? 80? It was. It was a home game. 88 at home. Um, I, I For some reason, that one's just not. Um, what did the Cowboys score? How many points? Uh, 17. 35-17. Wow! Wow! Bravo! What what the Cowboys won that year? What broke the win? The broke the streak? Twenty four twenty one win up there. Tom Landry's last game. Michael Irvin has three touchdowns. They win twenty four twenty one. I remember that game. Yeah. What happened? Uh, because uh, what what? You didn't get that right. It's twenty four seventeen. Twenty four seventeen. That's right. My bad. Twenty four seventeen. Because Mike Irvin was Pretty sending good. the quarterback, throw me the ball. I got Daryl Green. His, yeah. his rookie. Yeah. yeah. He told. He said, "Man, he." I had never heard this because me and Green came in together. You know, oh, yeah. I had great respect for Green. Still do. And he told. He said, "Man, throw me the ball. This dude is too little. I got this dude. He's too little. He's fast." But throw me the ball. I I can physical him. I, I mean he in he in the huddle saying this. Yeah, I I remember he in the huddle, bro. Wow. And, and this was in that same season in '88. So he went up against Daryl Green at the end of the year. But the first game of the season in 1988 was against Pittsburgh, and I think that was 24-21. But against Pittsburgh, uh, Rod Woodson was like the man. I mean he right. was the one of the best corners. He's Hall of Famer. Right. But. Michael Irvin, I think, had two touchdowns that game, but I, I've heard Woodson and Michael tell this story that early in the game, Michael's first game in the NFL, mm-hmm. he runs like a ten-yard route, and and you know, Woody Woodson sits on it. He hits him right on the head, just like bonks him right on the head, and then just runs past him and catches a twenty-five-yard touchdown. Woodson says like he's never heard anyone do that. It's probably penalty, be a penalty today. But this rookie in his first game just said, "I'm in, this is how I'm going to treat this Hall of Famer." Just hit him yeah. right Slapping in the head, head. slapping the head. He kind of like, well, touchdown, twenty yard touchdown from Palua. And I was like, "Welcome to the league." And I don't think he may not have caught another touchdown until the Washington game <laughs> uh, weeks later. I'm but. telling you, man, I'm telling you, the bigger the player for Mike. And, and and I'm telling you, I, I remember true. one time we was in that play in Atlanta. Yeah, he killed him. And, and uh, when we were playing in Atlanta, and they they decided they wasn't gonna throw at Dion. We, Mike, if you line up over there, we ain't throwing it. Uh, if he follow you, we ain't throwing it. And we lost that game. We lost that game, bro. Mm. And why did I have to get cussed out for three hours? Why did I have to get? Because you, he don't talk to his quarterback. The quarterback don't throw him the ball. The quarterback is off limits. You so never he would, say nothing bad to the quarterback. You come to Nate, though. So he would cuss the quarterback through you? Yeah. So <laughs> I'm like, him and Norv, he cussing Norv and the quarterback out. And, and, and sitting with – sitting, I'm here. He's sitting there. Where was this game? Up in Atlanta? Yeah, uh, yeah, up in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm getting – I'm getting – I'm like, well, Mike, uh, Troy's two seats up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Just listen to what I got to say. I'm like, so I got to get uh, cussed out for three hours on the plane. Hey, if we know Michael at all, though, like Michael spoke in a volume that Troy did hear, right? Yeah. yeah he yeah. may not have been talking to Troy. Yeah, but it was never 
But Troy never got called the MF that I got called. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, one of the – so we had story time last night. You had Tony Tolbert on the show last night. Man, on I bet that was awesome. Tony, Tony was great. But they have a relationship. You could just tell. Yeah. They, they, how, how was that? Nine-year nine roommates yeah. on the road and at home, right? Right. At, at the hotel. Yes. And Nate told – they each told a story about each other. And <laughs> Nate's story about Tony was tell, – tell the story. I, I we could check in the hotel at at twelve o'clock. That was the earliest. Do not go to the hotel. Home, it's just home, home, at the home, home game. Yeah, people out, don't always think that yeah. y'all have a um, yeah. hotel at so, home. and y'all were out by the airport. He was out by the airport. It was I think it was Ramada, whatever. The Marriott, Marriott, Marriott. And I'm like, I could never beat Tony. I come in at one thirty. I come in at twelve thirty-five. I'm like, you know what? I'm breaking the rule. I'm going in at eleven. You can never beat him to the hotel room, right? Beat I get in at 11, Tony's sitting there on the edge of the bed. What's up, Tony? This for nine years, bro. I refuse to go to the hotel at 10. I know they weren't going to let us in. But evidently, <laughs> Tony has friends that would let him in at 8 o'clock in the morning if he wanted so to. So what was the what was? I the just wanted reason? to beat him one time out of nine years to the hotel? Is this like though you got the better bed? No, nah, no. Nah, he always picked the bed. I didn't care. Wait, wait, hold on! I, well, nine years and, sharing a room. I mean, and he, and he never beat him. And out I of the never hotel. beat him out of the hotel either. I never was able to wake up early enough to beat him out of because he would get there before me, and then I would fall asleep at like one at night. He would be up, and I said one time I went to bed. I said I'm going to bed right when he go to bed. He go to bed like nine o'clock. So I went to bed. I would say how many how many bed checks do you guys make? Every one of them. Okay, we just we never sure. missed them. I was too scared to miss them. Uh, you like but too much. He asked us, "Could we tell a clean story?" So I was telling the clean story. Yeah, and, but Tony and so I never could beat Tony getting up. So one time I said, "I'm gonna get up at, at six o'clock." Not only did he beat me up, but his bed was made up and he was gone out of the room at six in the morning. Wow! So this for nine years, and I used to tell Tony like, "Wow!" But the story between that was. Once I walked in the room, because after, after a while when I stopped trying to beat him, I started coming later and later, like right before the meeting at 5 o'clock. I didn't tell this on – I would start coming at like – the meeting's at 5. I would get there at 4.30 because I had to hear him moan and groan about how the defense never got in respect, how he should have been starting, how ain't nobody right. So can you imagine listening to a guy whining uh-huh. from 12 o'clock to when he go to bed at 9 o'clock? <laughs> Why the defense is greater than the offense and how we were fat and sloppy and we never worked out. I had to hear this, bro, from Tony. And I wasn't going to hear this. So no, yeah. every – yeah. So when he went to bed at 9 o'clock, I, my punishment for him was I was going to try to turn the TV up loud. He didn't even care. He'll put himself up under the cover. I'm serious. He, will, he, will, he was longer than the bed, but he would be like this long. He would like ball up and put himself up under the cover. That's the last I would see see of him from nine until I saw him at the game. He was never weird. beat him out of the room. Never, never beat, beat him. In the, and didn't you say like he? You didn't know if he ever even showered or took a bath never, or used the bathroom. You went, into, you went into the bathroom. Towel was still perfect. They'll be wet because I would feel like this. The towel will be wet. You know, the shampoo will be open up because it would be none left. But you would never know if you just walked into the bathroom. You know, and he and y'all did he are, ever did he ever dump? I'm like, did he ever take a <laughs> You know, and y'all aren't small guys in a no. in a in a, in a hotel room. No, it couldn't have been right. that big, and you he never woke you up or anything. Never, 
Never. That's so crazy. Tell me. What was his story? His story was about (laughs) me. What was the story about me? I don't remember. Oh. No. I don't remember either. You yeah. guys were going at it just just with you calling but him now, just to make sure he was coming. And like in thirty seconds, y'all y'all probably, you know, <laughs> offended each other or not didn't offend each other, but probably you know said something. The normal person it, would have been insulted each other thirty seven times in that thirty second conversation. <laughs> but I started to open it up on the show because Shannon said he introduced Corey and Corey introduced me. Then I introduced Tony. I said, now that the lights on. <laughs> yeah, oh, let me think about this. <laughs> so I had to back up. But didn't you say he was really instrumental? Him and Charles were like the two that drove you to become yes, like the yes. starter and, and sticking well, with the Well, the thing I was starting, but I wasn't good the second half of the season because I would always eat myself out of shape. Mm-hmm. And so Charles – and, that, and the way we got to that point is we was talking about Michael Parsons. And the people tell you that when you hear me talk about Mike, Michael Parsons, what I like about him is that he always seemed to be hungry. He always mm-hmm. seemed to be wanting more. And he talks how he plays. Mm-hmm. Not beyond. He ain't chirping and talking. No, he talks how he plays with a manner that I am focused. And that's that was Charles and Tony. When they said something like when when they told me, "Hey man, you need you need to get in shape. You need to stay in shape, and this is what we're gonna do. You're gonna have your behind over here working out, stairmaster, stepper, lifting weights. We're gonna do this all after practice. You're gonna go home, see your wife, or be back at this time, or you don't even have to go home. And I think I've told you this several times. And I'm like, wow, they want me to do all this right here. Well, ain't nobody gonna be looking. And Charles said, Yeah, I'll be here. When I was thinking this, he's like, I'll be here. And then he said, my boy Toba coming with us. Toba, you in? Toba said, yeah, I'm in. Wow. So so they worked out with you? Oh, yeah, for six straight years, my brother. So not only did they tell you what to do, they yeah. supported you and helped you do yes, it. Yes, and they, wow. yes. And they knew that – I mean, but it, it, they're not doing that for the backup. They're doing it for a guy that they knew that if you were at your best, yes. you could be so yeah. good for – and you and you were. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I honestly think – and I, I've said this. I, I don't need you to be here for me to say this. I think those two guys you had on your show last night are two of the most underrated players in the history of the Cowboys. Tony yeah. Tolbert for being a guy on that defense that was way better than people thought. Yes, he was. And and and, and Nate, you made six Pro Bowls, but you're underrated because you're not in the AT&T Ring of Honor. I mean, yeah. that's that's my view. I think I know that's your view, mm-hmm. you know, and um you you should be. And 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 so but that's why I believe you're underrated um or, you know, or underappreciated, you know. But you know what, man? The way I look at it, you mean, how, how many guys, and a lot of people talk and say this, but how many guys get to watch your team in the 60s and the 70s and you watching them and you deciding this is going to be my team, the Cowboys. And then all of how did I get all the way from Orlando, Florida, right here to this point? So I, I'm blessed, man. And still here. Can't yeah. get rid of you now. Well, you know, like I told the people about six, seven years ago, I'm like a tick, man, on a broke back hound. He can never reach me. <laughs> He can never reach. Almost get in there and suck it all out. I can. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, right. That's ugly. That's ugly thought. Let's it. take our last break. When we come back. Not man. a clean. You know home, what? Broke back. Let's home. get since we have the 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 whiz kid with all the memories and the and the <laughs> photographic cowboy memory. Let's get both of your and since you played for both teams, let's get both of your favorite memories or favorite memory of a Dallas Cowboy, Washington football. Yeah. 
whatever you want to call them, game. So think about that in the break, what your favorite memory of that game is. And when we come back, we will do that and a little bit more. This is The People Show, hanging with the boys. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Welcome back, Holiday Camps. Welcome Registration back. for Holiday Youth Camps is now open. Don't miss the Dallas Cowboys Football Academy and the Dallas Cowboys Cheerleaders Dance Academy Camps on December 21st at the Star in Frisco and December 22nd at AT&T Stadium. Space is limited, so register today at dallascowboys.com slash academy. What you, uh, what you pointing at Mike there? McCarthy, we're going to win this game. I'm confident in that. Man, you think they ain't showing that? In team meeting up there in Good. in Washington Do, I mean, tonight or Saturday before the game, I, I like that. Well, you know what? Players were saying we want Dallas, so yeah, you know, let's go. We need to give Rox those videos so she could show Coach. We need to pull those. How do you? What do you guys think about that? You like it? You like the swagger? You like the? Hey, we're gonna win this game. Yeah, this is game is huge. You know what? This game is huge, and. Do you have any contacts, Chris or Nick, with the higher-ups so we can make sure Shannon don't make this flight, that we can get him something commercial? Stop <laughs> it. Because we don't need that type of stuff Stop coming up. Stop Actually, I'm on the commercial flight. and he, there. Oh, on. we need to switch that. Oh, yeah. we, can, we can switch that. We can get that. Oh, Derek, are you listening? Yeah. No, he doesn't listen to this show. Only time he listens to the show is if somebody tells him we drop an F-bomb on here or something. Yeah, either we, uh, if we can go get some a movie star or somebody, then he'll show oh, up. Oh, yeah, he'll be Big here. time wrestling. Omar comes up. back to the show. Yeah, he'll be yeah, here. Yeah. He'll be here. But when are, we, when are we able to get people in the building on the show? I mean, 
2024. Okay. Right. Good, I don't know. For real? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Nick, what is your favorite Cowboys-Washington yeah. game? And yeah, why? Or moment. Is, or moment. This is not even close. You could ask me favorite game, and it would have been this one. Really? Yeah. Complete it, all-time Cowboys all-timer. game. Okay. And it's just because of what it represented for, for me personally and everything. But mm-hmm. – um, it was 1999. It was my first game with the team, first year traveling. It was the first regular season game up there at FedEx when it was nicer, and um, you know, and it was it was week one, and they were down 35 to 14 to the uh, to the Redskins, and fourth quarter started, and I started. I was like, well. I was about to go down. I didn't know what to do. I was like, I'm going to go down and be on the field, whatever. And as soon as I'm about to go down, Emmett scored. And okay, it's going to be closer. And I go down on the field, and and I'm down there, and like this is awesome, you know. And then Michael Irvin, who had been kind of phased out of Chan Gailey's offense a little bit, they he actually caught a touchdown late, caught another one right before the end of regulation. They went to overtime, and then rocketed his mile with a seventy something yard bomb. To win it, forty-one to thirty-five. It was one of the greatest comebacks in Cowboys history, and it was my first game. And I was like, "Man, can't get better than this." I mean, like, and it really has. I mean, like for just everything personally, but also just the game, the flow. I'll never forget that one. But you, Nate, when we 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 hadn't won a game, and uh, we went up there at RFK, and uh, Jimmy said, you know. We finna unleash everything we got, and he told us before the game, well, right at the game, he said we go, we may do a, a, a onside kick. We need to win a game, and you know when you go out of gorilla, you got to give it everything you got, and we won that game. We 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 I think that was the only game we won that year, and mm-hmm. uh, it was against the uh, Washington football team. I can't do like you go back and forth. Uh, <laughs> well, if they were the Redskins, then yeah. that's who you beat. If they're but, not, yeah, they're but not. if we beat that team, and. uh that's when I first said, you know, capital punishment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's when I first came with that. Where I should have earmarked that. Should sure. copyright yeah. because Jerry, yeah. did you hear that this yeah. week? Jerry mentioned it again. Did he? Yeah, on the on the capital the punishment. Like, yeah, we got to go up there to the game, and as Nate Newman <clears throat> said. We got to give him some capital, capital punishment. Really? He brought yeah. up. Oh, he brought up Nate. Uh, man, I'm he telling you, we are. We are. And that's when we could drink. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I. Came up, man. You, you could be drinking misery, or you could drink in celebration. Yeah. Either way, you're drinking, baby. So y'all could dr- <laughs> y'all could drink on the plane. Could you smoke? Oh, drink on the plane. Could get off the plane. Is brave at the police while we drive. Hey, what's up, puppy? You need one? I got one. You still smoke? Could you smoke cigarettes on planes? Then? No, nah, I was so happy because that's one nah, thing. When we went to the, you been to the old on was it Preston? The old building. The old building. Have you? Did you ever? No. Nah. You talking about look like a saloon full of cowboys that went through their spit tunes and smoke smells and stains on the wall from all the smoke. It was and, bad. Oh, bad. And you sitting in these old type little sixth grade desks. And then, yeah, <laughs> oh, my God, they scarred up and scratched away guys and got their knives out, pocket knives, Walt Garrison and all, bless his heart. Oh. <laughs> and scratched in their Walt Garrison side here. When when was that? That was So that was like right eighty. When I got here in 86 was when they had the state of the art. And that's, yeah, that's that, the value what is so funny is that was the state of the art. Everybody was trying to get one built. Like Valley Ranch? Yes. It was – you had never seen nothing like it. Oh, think about it. When we left, though, that place was still ahead of it. I mean, not ahead of its time. It was running down. But just the structure of it yes. was so unique, especially mm-hmm. in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. You know. And, and then come here, you'd be like, whoa, 
I guess Valley Ranch ain't what we thought it was. Right. But I, I tell you right here, I bet you they don't get much uh, use out of their whirlpool like we got. I promise you that. <laughs> what kind of use? <laughs> what kind of use? We one thing about it. We one thing about it. When I played, we like, never had oh any problems uh, catering to everyone, males and females. Pool alike. parties. Yeah, males and females are like we. You know, people think you got these so you're, problems. So you're saying you didn't have to be an employee to use the hot? Oh tub. no, you didn't. We. Yeah. Steam is waiting on you. Speaking of the White House, um, the Cowboys are going to go to Washington this week, you know, Washington, D.C., where the, the actual White House is Yeah, there. no problem, and baby. that would be cool. Yeah, awesome. And then think about it, it stayed open 24-7. It's like, so what did you do? Did you, One at night, the security guards just... Hey, what's up, Nate? They got great tickets. How many? How, how many you got? How many got with you tonight? Eight. All right, going oh, back. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying we didn't. We, you know, that's one thing I've always backed it about this family here, is we never, you know, we was open 24 seven. You know, yeah, facilities always open. always open. Hot tub always bubbling. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Steam room always smoking. Well, uh, Nick, since we don't have you tomorrow, what do you think's gonna happen? Don't break me. Dick. I don't want you. No, I don't want to score. I just I want to know what do you think they need to do to go up there and, and win this game? What what show should, up? What should the game? <laughs> what should the game plan be? Well, I mean, we mentioned it a little bit earlier. I do think that you know if you look at Washington's two best players on defense that are playing, if you think about like who are their two best guys? Because Sweat's out because of COVID, yeah. right? So the two best players on their defense, I would think, would be Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne. Yes, sir. All right, right in the middle. Now think about who are the two. Weak links of the Cowboys' offense. Two players that start on offense that you would think are probably the, the weakest. The kicker. In no, a... on offense. <laughs> <laughs> hates the kicker. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it's A, not the kicker. Hates A, all. Yeah. yeah. Um, kickers. I would think the two weak links would be Biotish and left guard. Whoever it, Connor, it may so be. So that is scary when you think of the two best things you do are the two worst things that we do. Mm-hmm. So as as... As Mickey from Rocky Two said to Rocky Balboa, "Stay away from him. Like, like get on outside, run over there, do a different thing." And, and every time Rocky would run right into that right, yeah, <laughs> cut me, Mick, cut yeah. me. right, right, until he finally figured it out. Yeah. He start switch to Southpaw. You right. have to do a switch. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think that's. I mean, I, I would just. I, I wouldn't. Run, I mean, you don't run into a brick wall. You, you run around it, figure out different ways. And and, and that's what Kellen Moore, that's what he's got to be. He's got plenty of times, at 10 days, to scheme this thing up. Um, and Washington hasn't faced Dak Prescott in two years. It hasn't faced this offensive line like this. So it'll these be, receivers, these bro. These receivers, yeah. Oh, come on, man. But I, I, would, I would use it. I would Ooh. probably a little bit more finesse game, more uh, outside, go horizontal, not as vertical. What about you, Nate? We cannot let them run the ball. If they, if we do not let them run the ball, it's our game. Mm-hmm. This is too simple. Yeah. This is too simple, man. Do not let them run the ball at all costs. Where are you putting the, the lion? Huh? Where are you putting the lion? Number eleven, Micah Parsons, the lion. Oh, oh man! Oh, if we can get twenty-five or thirty snaps from uh, our two outside guys, we can pick and choose. Let him be a linebacker. Then we can pick and choose. When we'll rush him, or when we'll blitz so him you, the A you, gaps you, or the B gaps, you'd move him around. Oh yeah, yeah. Unless unless it becomes a, a, a shootout, then we, you bring him up to the to the defensive end. If it becomes a shootout, then you put him and uh, Lawrence on the both sides, like him and Gregory, and uh, then we got we got 
Tristan, we got OC, and we got uh, mm-hmm. Gallimore. You, we can get Carlos. forty plays. Yeah. Carlos, we can get forty-five plays out of those guys without without anybody getting tired. Heineke is is a good young player, and he's gritty and all that good stuff. But Hit I'm him, sorry, bro. he's a young guy that went to Old Dominion. He hasn't seen everything. Hit him. So I want him going to the line of scrimmage looking for 11 every time. You don't know where he's going to be. He That's can line right. here. He can line here. Now, oh, they got Gregory and Tank over here. Right. Like, just he has to be looking at that. One more thing to be looking at. He hasn't seen enough football to just be like, oh, I know what you're doing here. This isn't Peyton and Eli reading everything through like he, he still has to dissect everything and process it so I want him always wondering where Parsons is do you have any respect for the Cardinals or you have no respect for the Cardinals because a lot of people don't have respect for the Cardinals do you have any respect for them? <laughs> this is a trick question <laughs> no 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 I'm serious I was no. having a conversation with my dad actually just last yeah, night nobody respects them and they just keep winning I know I they just, just keep winning. I mean, I, I like it because this kid, man, this kid ain't never lost no football games, man. He all he know how to do is win. That's true. He is. That's I mean, I watched him high school in his first high school game when he came off the bench, mm-hmm. and the dude that was standing next to me say, "Nate, you you play football. The starting quarterback is this and this. I'm sorry that he hurt." I say, "Sir, I ain't trying to be funny." But this dude ain't missed a pass yet. I say, "Yeah, they're a little wobbly, but he ain't missed a receiver yet." Yeah. No, he's good. I say, so what are you saying? Yeah. And then two games later, I go see him play again. And that same dude said, man, he's pretty good. Man, get out of my face. All right, Nick. Well, thank you for yeah, no problem, uh, pitching man. in, man, giving us your time hey, today. Hey, thank you, man. Hey, Nate, man. Good talk today. Yeah, Chris. You're good, man. You can say back in the two years in. ago, you can say – the, the skins, uh, and then you can come with the watch. You good. See, when, Nate, when, Nate's got to program himself to say <laughs> one thing or else right. he won't get that's it right. It. He can't go back and forth. Well, Thank I, you. I just, if, you know, I'll tell you one thing I won't do. What's, What's that? that? They're not called the football team. I mean, hell no. We can fight on that. You <laughs> right. They're a Washington it's football it. team. Right. Every There are 4 billion football teams in the world. Right. They're not the football team because you wow. can't figure out a damn nickname. Figure out a nickname that doesn't offend other people, and then you can give you your name. <laughs> You're not the football team. I like team, that. Okay? I You're like Washington that. football team. I like team. that. Chris, sorry we kept you on your toes today. Thank you for uh, being on the dump button. <laughs> William, thank man, you for uh, getting my whirlpool, man. Thank you for keeping all the live streams up. We'll be back tomorrow. But I have my wife in there with me. Tune in to see. Come who, on, baby. Whirlpool who, who's time. Who's on the show tomorrow? Nick, Nick. The People Whirlpool Show. Time. Hanging with the boys. <laughs> Whirlpool time. Uh, not with this me. has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?